Breaking news in the last few hours, it looks pretty much confirmed that the Lucha Brothers are about to sign with All Elite Wrestling. Change the world. I don't know if you've heard of them, but soon you will. In 2019, I will be the first All Elite Wrestling Champion. Joey Janela, and I'm a bad, bad boy! I am already a champion! I'm Chris Jericho, and I am all in with All Elite Wrestling! Las Vegas, Nevada, at the MGM Grand Garden Arena! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome one and welcome all. My name is Martin and you are listening to Elite Talk exclusively on the Wrestling Newspaper Podcast. Thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy schedules to listen to me talk all things Elite. And fucking hell am I pissed off. I should be really happy because the Lucha Brothers look set to be signing with AEW. But I've just been recording a podcast. It took 40 minutes. I had to pause it. And as I went back to try and find my place, I pressed play and I'd realised for 40 minutes I'd been recording using the built-in microphone on the laptop. It sounded like absolute wet fucking arsehole. So I'm going to have to unfortunately try and skim through as much as I can do right now. Hopefully, I'm using the right microphone this time. Um, but we'll see about that. I'm, if you can hear me, I'm picking my notes up right now because I've just I've thrown everything on the floor. I'm so... So annoyed with myself that I was going so well and then all of a sudden I I had to pause it and then when I played it back I was like why do I sound like I'm in some kind of fishbowl and then I realised that I'd not highlighted to use my USB microphone so it just it sounded horrible and that's probably why it sounded horrible the last couple of times I've recorded with Daniel on Skype just to take away for a second. For anyone who's been listening to us, I apologise. My microphone has been messing up and sounding really bad um, when I've been talking to Daniel uh, at Wrestling Newspaper Podcast in the last two episodes. And that's why. I don't know why my laptop just synced itself to use its normal microphone instead of my USB one. So I do apologise for anyone who's been listening and thinking, what the fuck is going on with this dude's microphone? But anyway, enough about me. Let's jump straight into this breaking news. The Lucha Brothers... We're at a pay-per-view. I had it all set up and I've had to take it all down now. Fucking hell, I'm so, I'm so angry. Oh my God. You're just going to have to give me two seconds here. The Lucha Brothers. Oh man. What the fucking hell. I'm really, really annoyed about that. Fucking bastard. Alright, let's jump into it. So, tonight's come hell or high water pay-per-view on Fight.tv. The AEW invasion continued as Cody Rhodes and Hangman Page saved Joey Ryan once again, but the big news came at the end of the night. Following the main event where the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix defeated SCU, the Young Bucks came down to the ring, but instead of interfering or attacking anyone, the Jacksons thanked Lucha Brothers for keeping Tag Team Wrestling alive and showing Tag Team's main event ashore. They then proceeded to offer the Lucha Brothers contracts for All Elite Wrestling. While they said they didn't have contracts in Atlanta, they would take a handshake. Before Lucha Brothers could shake the Young Bucks' hands, 
They were attacked in true Nexus fashion featuring all of the local wrestlers from the opening match. SCU teamed with the Lucha Brothers and fought them off. Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix shook the Young Bucks' hand afterwards, confirming their agreement to join AEW. Um, I woke up this morning and Daniel said, or Daniel showed me um, a report saying the Lucha Brothers look set to sign with AEW. I hadn't known that this has happened. So I woke up and I was scouring the internet and finally I found this on Twitter. Oh, sorry, I found the report on Google and then I went on Twitter and I saw the GIF. So I retweeted the GIF from TDE Wrestling. So thank you very much to those guys for putting it into GIF form. Um, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter for all the latest breaking news, it's AEW Podcast One. Um, yeah, I think I was three hours late to the party when I broke this, so I think I broke it quite early to be honest. So hopefully, I've uh, I've got in front of the fringe on that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so by the looks of it, uh, the Lucha Brothers look set to be signing with AEW. I think a lot of us are going to be happy with this news. I think it would have been. I think it would have been a lot, um, what's the word now, I'm trying to think of it, I think it would have been a much bigger surprise if they would have signed with WWE, they had been linked with WWE for a while, but they'd also been linked with AEW, and they've worked the all-in show as well, so they're obviously on good terms with the Bucks and Cody, they've worked with them, they've worked for them before, so yeah, um, still no confirmation, there's not been pen to paper, as we know, um, but I think this is confirmation for us enough. Um, the handshake agreement in the middle of the ring. And I think a lot of us are going to be really happy. For, um, for those who don't really know, the Lucha Brothers probably, I'd say for me, are the Kenny Omega situation of the tag team division in wrestling today. Um, they're free agents. They have got some kind of weird contract going on with Lucha Underground, but it's not exclusive, exclusive. I think it only becomes exclusive if they get a deal for season five. And apparently, um, no one wants to pick up season five, so the Lucha Brothers look set to be signing with All Elite Wrestling. Um, for those thinking about it, it might not be exclusive deals um, because these guys are still heavy, heavy over in um, places like Mexico and obviously the independent scene. And we obviously heard that the contracts that everyone else is signing when it comes to All Elite Wrestling from Jericho. Um, to pack, um, I've not heard anything about Hangman Page, but you know, and a couple of others, obviously MJF and Joey Janela. Um, those guys aren't exactly exclusive; they are allowed to still work other shows. So um, the Lucha Brothers probably still work a couple of shows here and there. But yeah, really, really exciting news to wake up to. Anyway, let's jump into my notes because I've got a lot to cover right now. And I've not got a lot of time to do it, and I'm really sorry. This is going to be rushed, but sometimes it's the best way to do it. Rushing. Don't take your time, just fucking blitz through it. We'll get through the main points. Uh, so anyway, it has been a week since the last episode of Elite Talk, and my fucking God, what a week it has been. Uh, Kenny Omega was nowhere near the Royal Rumble, thank God, and he's now officially a free agent. On Monday, news brought that Dean Ambrose has officially handed in his notice and will be leaving the WWE after WrestleMania. On Tuesday, Kenta, or Hideo Itami, asked for his release and has since been granted it. Also on Tuesday, backstage confirmation on WWE management. We're talking with talent about signing new, longer deals. According to reports, management were, quote, pulling guys into rooms to ask them about extending their contracts. This is said to be in reaction to Dean Ambrose refusing a big money contract and handing his notice in. Plus, the AEW roster looks set to be growing rapidly, and AEW themselves, in, the, in a recent press release, I apologise, 
said that on February 7th at the ticket announcement party in Las Vegas, there will be new signings and a special surprise guest, Kenny Omega. Uh, <laughs> we've also got the latest on Brock Lesnar leaving WWE, possibly with AEW, maybe not. And tons more, so let's get straight into it. Kenny Omega. I'm um, not going to spend too long on Kenny Omega because I've just spent like a fucking hour talking about this guy. Kenny Omega was nowhere to be seen on the Royal Rumble. He's been nowhere to seen on Raw, nowhere to seen on SmackDown. Um, regardless, if you little weasels want to say that he's in contract with New Japan so he couldn't have showed up anywhere, that's bull hockey. Um, AJ was still apparent when it, I've talked about this before and I'll talk about it again. AJ was in contract with um, New Japan past Royal Rumble when he debuted. So obviously WWE has pull with companies. They can pay more money to get early releases. I don't know when it may be, but if WWE was signing Kenny, they would have announced him by now. He would have been on WWE TV by now. There is no way in hell WWE are going to sign the biggest wrestling star in the world and not debut him on the Royal Rumble and build him up for WrestleMania. Um, <clears throat> there's, there's no way in hell. Plus on the latest edition of Being the Elite on that episode... Um, the writing behind it was that Kenny Omega had found his phone and it's a clock ticking down to the Las Vegas ticket party on the 7th of February, which is six days away. And I will be watching it and I hope you are all as well. So, yeah, Kenny, I think it's pretty much set in stone. I think it's like 99.9% .9 that this guy is going to be signing with All Elite Wrestling. Um, I'm very, very happy. I still would have I still would have liked Kenny. I'm not going to say that I'll, I'd turn away from Kenny. If he signed with WWE, I know that a lot, a lot of people were against that move, and you know that's fine. It's that's that's their prerogative. You know, the beauty's in the eye of the beholder. If they're not going to enjoy Kenny and WWE, they're not going to choose to watch it. That's fine. Even though personally, I think they would choose to watch it, but that's another comment on another story. Um, but look, I'm really happy that Kenny's going with with um, <coughs> with WWE. Um, I'm not going to lie, I was a bit scared sometimes in that Royal Rumble when that countdown clock was coming down. There was a bit, I think it was Johnny Gargano, where the klaxon didn't go off. And I was like, oh, fuck, it's a new theme. The klaxon's not gone off. It's Kenny. Because it was pretty early on as well. I was like, if they're going to debut Kenny, it's either going to be at number 30 with the R-Truth thing, or it's going to be Johnny. And once Nia Jax came out, and um, apparently Heat, no, not Heat, uh, apparently Shoot her. Our truth and our truth has since blasted her for it. Um, a bit of heat between them two. Once I saw Nia Jax come out, I was like, "That's it." Kenny's at AEW, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit happier than I would have been. But yeah, congratulations to Kenny if he is going to AEW. I'm sure he'll be on a lot of money, um, and I'm sure that he'll enjoy his life a lot more. Um, you know, the reports coming out that Dean Ambrose and Kenta leaving, Revival want to leave, Sanity aren't happy, all this other stuff. You can see what it's like at WWE. People are happy to have the money, but by the sounds of it, people aren't happy with creative and how they're being used, and it's it's understandable. We've seen this for years now. But anyway, moving straight forward, <clears throat> Dean Ambrose. Um, this isn't rumours, and I know that people think this is a work. Um, anyone who thinks this is a work need to understand something. Dean Ambrose, to conf it, it has been confirmed. This isn't dirt sheet rumours. This is confirmed reports. Dean Ambrose has handed his notice in from WWE. They haven't rejected it, and they have put out a press release saying that Ambrose won't be with the company after April, so they've accepted the notice. Dean Ambrose's notice has been accepted, and Dean's leaving. Um, WWE tried to offer him a contract over five years, um, I think it were a million a year plus, but Dean turned it down and said, look, it's not about the money, I just I want to try somewhere else. I don't. It, 
but he, he, he will stay with wrestling, you know, I've listened to um, his podcast with Stone Cold Steve Austin the other night in the bath, and um, shit man, this this guy loves wrestling, it's all he's lived for, it's all he's, it's all he's wanted to do, he's been to WWE, um, some guy tw- tweeted me the other day actually, and he said, look, Dean's done it all in WWE, the, what else is there left for Dean to do, apart from main event WrestleMania? Which, by the looks of it, he might have never done because he was he was over in WWE. But even when he was that over, he was never even talked about for the main event. Um, so unless it would have been a Shield triple threat, which one day I think would have happened, then again, Dean probably wouldn't have gone over in that match. Uh, Dean's pretty much done it all in WWE, so it's it's good that he's going to be able to go out and still get the same amount of money. And again, if it's not about the money, that's fine. But when it comes to guys leaving WWE, as much as we talk about it's not being about the money, if they go to places, I'm not going to say TNA, because TNA, people talk shit about TNA, they've got money behind them. Um, you know, if guys were to leave WWE and then go back to ringing for places like Ring of Honor and that, um, it is a big pay cut. And it's, it's an effective, it's an effect to your life. You know, if you've been in a, if you've been in a routine for the last five years or four years or three years, whatever it is with WWE, well, you've got big money coming through, and then all of a sudden you say, look, I've got a bit of balls behind me, I want to leave. Um, I'm I'm not going to go to AEW, I'm going to go to Japan, or I'm going to go to the Ring of Honor or whatever, which is leading into Kenta in a minute. Um, you know, it is what it is. And then you go and start working, and then you realise, fuck, I've not got enough money to do what I'm normally doing. Uh, I'm back to finding gyms when I'm on the road again. Because again, these guys have got to stay in shape and for WWE, it's the best place to be when it comes to working out-wise because they've got their own gyms. They've got their own workout set up. Set up. They sort out the gyms for these guys. Um, if they're on the road, like if they're far away from the um, from the developmental centre where the main, I think that's where the main workout place is. You know, even Cody said it. Look, it's a lot hard. It's very hard to keep yourself in tip-top condition when you're traveling everywhere in the independent scene but guys do it it's you know it is possible look at look at the fucking shape of neville you aren't telling me there ain't gyms out there that guys can get to on the road uh so yeah anyway the thing that i was going to talk about with dean ambrose was as of last night pw insider reported that dean ambrose was still on the road with the wwe and was still advertised and still scheduled to show up on a live event last night or, la- or tonight, I think it's, it's one of the two, Friday or Saturday night, and on Raw Monday night. So again, the people who think it's going to be a work, you guys, by the sound of it, are going to have Dean on TV for a bit longer. They might even use him all the way to WrestleMania. Keep in mind, Triple H hasn't won a match in ages. So it would kind of make sense to put Dean, make Dean put Triple H over it, gets Triple H a win at WrestleMania that he's not had for a while. Um, whether Dean's leaving or not, it's, it's still a big guy to put him over on. Um, I think it makes perfect sense. I think it made perfect sense for WWE to put out the report. People say that's a work, but for me, the the, the story broke, the news broke, and it wasn't a, a rumour, it was confirmation. So WWE knew that confirmation was out there that Dean was leaving. So WWE wanted to get ahead of it and say, look, he is leaving, it's sad, but it is what it is. But we've still got him to April. So they can do what they want with Dean. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw, if I saw him on Monday. And I'm not going to be surprised when people hit me up on Twitter and start saying, oh, it was always a work, he, he wasn't leaving, look. I'm like, hold on a minute. He's still contracted to April, and he's only handed his notice in. He's not asked for his release. He's handed his notice in. He's leaving when his contract ends. So I'm looking forward to that. That should be good. <laughs> but anyway, moving swiftly on. 
Kenta Hideo Itami hasn't just asked for his release, he's been granted it. Kenta has officially left the WWE as of this weekend. Um, it's not sad. For me, it's not sad at all. Kenta was one of the biggest names coming into the WWE and the wrestling circuit. Um, unfortunately, he was hit with a lot of injuries, but you know, even with the injuries, Hideo's, Hideo Itami, or Kenta, whatever you want to call him, um, the biggest pop this guy got was when he hit the go to sleep, which was known for CM Punk. I know that Kenta had the finisher before CM Punk on in Japan and in Noah in Ring of Honor, but um, it was known with wrestling fans all around the world that that was CM Punk's finisher. So when he hit it, it was kind of like a, a nod to CM Punk, and that's why it popped so heavy. So unfortunately for Kenta, in the four and plus years that he was with WWE, unfortunately. That was the biggest pop the guy had. I understand it was injuries and it's it's a shame, but even after his injuries, he got put on 205 Live. Um, never came close to the title, was never given the title, didn't didn't get anything. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a shame, but again, it's, you know, it, there's, there's rumours that he was injuring multiple guys, that he wasn't the best guy to talk with, he wasn't interested in learning like a lot of English. Like It's been well documented that Shinsuke Nakamura came over to England and he picked up English uh, speaking English uh, quite well because he wanted to do it. Um, you know, there's reports that Kenta never wanted, to, never wanted to learn the language, and it's like, well, hold on a minute, I'd, you can't expect to cut promos and you can't expect WWE to put you out there for ten minutes on your own if you're going to be speaking Jap Japanese. That's works fine in Noah. It would even work fine in Ring of Honor, but when WWE have got American TV, the majority, especially southern, especially Southerners in America. They're gonna turn it on. That guy's gonna be talking Japanese for five minutes and broken broken English. They ain't staying. That casual viewer is turning off. They don't know who that guy is. <laughs> um, but there is a much bigger thing to this Kenta news than meets the eye. The revival asked for the release. It got denied. Mike Kanellis asked for his release. It got denied. Kenta asked for his release and it got accepted within 24 hours. He's got a 90-day non. Um, non-compete clause which unfortunately for Kenta means he's not going to be able to work over Wrestlemania weekend which is the biggest weekend in wrestling but um, the biggest thing for me coming out of this is that he actually has been given his release at a time where AEW were trying to sign guys this to me screams out that Kenta has given his word and he might have even signed something to say I'm not going to go to AEW WWE for me if this is true WWE are putting AEW higher than AEW could do themselves. I've said it, um, and without trying to stick on this subject too long, because I've still got laws to get through and I've not got a lot of time left. Um, I've said for since AEW first got announced and people were saying that these guys are going to shut down WWE and all this other garbage, because come down to earth for a minute. Um, I've constantly said in the first five years... AEW have to establish themselves as the number two brand in America, wrestling-wise. By the sounds of it, WWE are helping them already and they don't even realise they're doing it. WWE have never in their history told fans to take off New Japan or Ring of Honor t-shirts. We've had two videos already. In the space of 29 days, we had two videos. One in Jacksonville and one in the Royal Rumble where a fan had been asked to remove an AEW t-shirt. That already puts them up. Um... WWE was scrambling around trying to get people to sign longer contracts on SmackDown the other night. That's something that I was supposed to talk about. This Kenta thing now, 
where it you know it looks set that he's just going to go back to Japan. He's not going to be near AEW. All this news that are coming out tells us that WWE genuinely consider AEW the number two wrestling brand of not even New Japan wise. Um, this is publicity that AEW couldn't have got themselves if they tried. So WWE unintentionally are putting AEW over, and I don't even think they realise they're doing it. So this is good news for AEW. Kenta isn't a signature they're really going to miss. He'd be a nice signature to have, but he's not a signature they're going to miss. Um, Hideo Itami, Kenta, whatever you want to call him, fucking hell. He looks pretty much set that he's going to go back to Japan. I understand. I think he does have family over there, which, you know, you, know, you can't blame the guy for going back to Japan. Um, he will probably show up on Noah a bit. I think he'll eventually he'll end up showing up for New Japan Pro Wrestling. He might end up doing um, an Ibushi where he doesn't sign with anyone. He just goes around. I know he's got a good working relationship with Ring of Honor as well, so he could show up in America doing a couple of things. But when WWE are telling the revival, you can't leave. When they're telling Mike Kanellis and Maria Kanellis, you can't leave. And when they say to Kenty, yeah, that's fine. There's something else behind that. I'm not. You are not telling me that WWE would rather let Kenta go over Mike Kanellis. There is no, there is no way in hell. Um, so for me. I think Kenta has said to WWE, and I think he might have even gone as far as signing something, to say, I'm not going to be working with AEW. And again, on the grand specter of things, when you look at that, that tells me that WWE consider AEW the number two wrestling brand and their biggest competition. And that's crazy, considering AEW was only announced 32 days ago. <laughs> that's absolutely insanity, and I wish I had more time to delve into that. That is a podcast for it. In fact, that could be a podcast in itself but if it is it is we'll cross to it you will listen to it because you have subscribed haven't you you naughty little girls um but anyway moving on to the other story um on tuesday night smackdown on the tapings well before the tapings news brought that the wwe management were pulling guys into rooms and were seriously talking to guys who had contracts that was less than two years left um or sorry that had two years left on the contract and was asking them about the possibility of signing new long-term contracts. This is coming from the news that Dean Ambrose had rejected a contract from WWE and handed his notice in, on top of, obviously, the revival and Mike Kanellis asking for the release. Um, and those are just the ones that reported. There are still tons of wrestlers that could have asked for the release at all that just hasn't made it through. Um, for me, on face value, this looks like WWE are scared of AEW. And again, I'm not that I'm not that guy. I've said this before. I'm not that guy who says that AEW are going to bury WWE. Um, WWE have got over 50 years of history. Whenever someone thinks of wrestling, they think of WWE. Uh, the older generation, obviously, will just think of the letters WWF. Um, AEW, they're not going to bury WWE anytime soon fucking wwe have got their own movie studios for god's sake they've got their own developmental center wwe are going nowhere for a long long time um and i'm not bothered you know we, we we've all no matter how much shit you want to give to the wwe and i give them a lot of shit i'm not a fan of the wwe's products i've not been for years um we grew up with WWE. WWE is one of the main reasons we like wrestling and we enjoy wrestling and we mark out to it. So, you know, it's it'd be a sad you know for a fact it'd be a sad day if WWE had to close its doors. But then again, we've got AEW. I'm not gonna lose sleep. <laughs> um but yeah, so by the sounds of it, WWE are concerned that AEW are picking up guys. 
Um, the, for years now, WWE have always been concerned that when they lose talent, they will eventually go and wrestle for um, other companies that they're not too happy with. Obviously, the 90-day no-compete clause seems to be pretty much um, relevant with any person wanting to leave WWE. So that's where that is. Um, yeah, there's not really much more to talk about that, really. Obviously, I'm not going to say WWE are shaking their boots about AEW, but this is publicity that AEW are going to love. Um, WWE are putting AEW over right now. Fucking, I'm, I'm getting tongue-tied saying WWE and AEW all the time. I, I don't know, I've not messed that up yet. But... Um, Anyway, coming to one of the last stories of the episode now, AEW Ticket Party. Just a quick one on this. AEW are having um, a ticket announcement party in Las Vegas on February the 7th. It's going to be streaming live on the social media just like the Jacksonville Rally. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Personally, I'd love to be going to Vegas to watch it, but it is what it is. Um, And they've announced that there's going to be new signings shown off which by the looks of it is going to be the lucha brothers and there's also a special surprise guest everyone thinks and everyone knows it's going to be kenny omega personally i think the special surprise guest is going to be a man that can feud with kenny omega now i don't know who this is i've not had time to think about it i've literally just thought about this in the last 10 minutes um the special surprise guest if it is Kenny Omega, it's a bit wet. Because on being the elite, they're teasing that Kenny's going to be there anyway. We know that Kenny's a free agent, and we pretty much know that he's signing with AEW. For me, this special surprise guest could be a signing that none of us have seen coming. I really hope it's not Alberto Del Rio. Um, and if he's going to be that big of a name, that could be Kenny's first official, official feud in AEW. So that's going to be good. But again, we'll find out, and we'll see that when it comes. Moving forward, Brock Lesnar, just a quick one on Lesnar. Um, <clears throat> it was um, reported a couple of days ago that Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar are going to sit down if AEW wants it. They are willing to sit down with All Elite Wrestling as they're going to be talking to WWE and UFC on Brock Lesnar's new contract. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't let anyone get the hopes up with this. I personally don't think AEW want Brock Lesnar. I don't think guys like Cody and Bucks want to build a company around Brock Lesnar. Um again the publicity would be great for him, but it feels like a WCW move. It feels like if AEW wanted to contend with WWE in the first six months before they've even got T V deals, this would be the signing that they'd make. Um don't get me wrong, it'd be fun, it'd be interesting to see Lesnar show up on AEW, especially if they marketed it right, where no one knows where he's signed, no one knows who he's with, and then he comes out on the first show and just F5s like fucking everyone, that isn't even wearing his ring gear, just comes out in like jeans and a vest or something, I think that'd be awesome. The place would pop, obviously. Um, but long-term wise, I don't see Lesnar as a big commitment to AEW, I don't see him as... I, I don't see that he really wants to go out there and change the world or change the universe, as Jericho puts it. Plus, he's he's not got the best relationship with Jericho or Ambrose. These guys know about him. And by the looks of it, Ambrose is going to be there with Jericho, possibly, or at least hopefully, um, if Lesnar is going to be there. So, Brock Lesnar's contract is up after WrestleMania and just after that Saudi Arabia show, reported by Dave Meltzer. And the news is that they are willing to listen to AEW if they have a contract offer. Um, 
Again, it comes down to whether they want him or not. Per like, like I say, personally, I don't think this comes down to where Lesnar wants to go. I think this comes down to where Cody and the Bucks, if they want him. And I, I don't think they do. And I'm going to go this far. I, I hope they don't. I don't think this is a good signing for AEW. I really don't. Um, the only good thing about it was that they they would have Paul Heyman. I think Paul Heyman linking up with AEW would be fantastic. Um, plus, I I think Paul Heyman doesn't actually have a contract with WWE. I think he has an, has an appearance contract where um, he basically gets paid on appearance, like Lesnar does, but Lesnar's contracted with WWE, which means he can't go and appear anywhere else. Um I think Heyman's more like a, a handshake agreement where he won't appear with anyone else. I think he's exclusive with Lesnar where he goes, he goes. Um, so that would be pretty cool if Heyman said to WWE, look, I'm given a year left. I'll still work with Brock. I don't have to work on TV, but I'm going to AEW. I think that'd be fucking awesome. Um, but again, that's it. That's another podcast in itself. Um, and finally, I just want to end on this quickly. Um... Killian Dane from Sanity tweeted out, I think it was two days ago, where is Sanity? Um, I think his name is Alexander Wolf, a really, really good wrestler, by the way. Um, he then replied to the Twitter saying, sick of this. I think I think that's what he said anyway, he said, sick of this. Are Sanity getting a bit frustrated? Personally, I would be. Sanity are awesome. Look at the... Um, what's it called now? Bloody war games that they had. With the Undisputed Era and AOP. That shit was fucking awesome. I mean, I know War Games is going to be a good match regardless. But Sanity are really good. They're a, they're a good group of characters. Um, and yeah, it, is this just another move from wrestlers trying to get a bit more of a push? It seems to be working with the Revival. It seems to have worked with Andrade Cien Almas. He didn't go on Twitter, but he, apparently he was telling people not to go to WWE. So... I think if there's ever a time to speak out against WWE, hoping for a push, this is going to be now. So, are we going to end up seeing Sanity sometime soon? I don't know when those guys' contracts are up. Um, Eric Young is one of the most... He's just such a good character, no matter what character he plays. And unfortunately, he's not been used a lot. Um, I don't know if he if he can work too well anymore. I, I know that he has got a list of um, pretty serious knocks or injuries. So I don't know if that's a play on it in the sense of... But but then again, surely you could just bring out Alexander Wolfe and Killian Dane and just have them as a tag team and Eric Young's just the um, the manager. That would be well good. Um, Sanity are a really good stable and it's a shame they're not being used. And I'd happily see them in AEW. Um, although the Sanity gimmick was created by the WWE so they probably got copyrights on it. But again, I wouldn't mind um, Alexander Wolfe and Killian Dane and Eric Young being with... Um, AEW uh, and just using a different gimmick I think these three guys are solid workers um, I've not heard Killian Dane or Big Demo as he used to go by on a microphone but I don't know they might be good promos they might not be we'll see as, as time gets on I guess but these guys in AEW I think would be class and again I'm not I'm not trying to speculate I'm not throwing shit around I'm not saying that these guys are signing with AEW I'm just saying it's a big possibility. But anyway, guys, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to wrap it up there. I hope you've enjoyed it. Breaking news that the Lucha Brothers are pretty much set to be signing with AEW. We've got the Las Vegas ticket party announcement in 
six days, is it six days or five days now? We're on the second today, it could be five days away. I'm useless at maths, I failed maths. <laughs> um, and AEW are announcing big things, uh, new signings and a special guest star. So I hope you're tuning in for that again. Don't forget to follow me on AEW Podcast One. Thank you very much for listening to any of all this. And I will catch you next time.